previously on Light Roast Low Rolls. Clements was a lot more important than anything on your movie lot. She went to go and uh, talk to some very dangerous people. She wanted to talk to one of the boys who were responsible for the fire. This lady has ran into my house. And she's dead now. Speaking of she which, maybe we should go look at that crime scene. My vested interest is my ability to help those who are in need and destroy monsters. In particular, silver shotgun bullets. I would like to, and then you can come into my home. Uh, hi, this is, uh, I'm this is Frank. Who, is there a problem? What about your stunt double? Was he getting tested today too? Uh... I don't know if you... I, I do all my own stunts, so... Um, that was Frank on the phone. Is your actor our guy? I don't think so. Monsters are real. I think... There is a lot of danger happening in our city. You should be careful. Now with your permission, I would like to investigate and try to help and destroy this beast who hurt you. I'm totally lying about that part, I don't sure. care. <laughs> but who hurt you and myself. You guys all walk back into the infirmary together. And Clements isn't there. on light roast low rolls thanks so much for coming back um we don't deserve you and we're really happy you made it um <laughs> Lisa's least holding everyone hostage this week uh my name is brooke i am your keeper for the foreseeable future and uh this evening i am drinking a cold brew just a little milk and just a little sugar what's up everybody it's Parker Cujo playing Marlo Hunt, and I also am sipping on a cold brew. Mm-hmm. Hope your day is swell. I'm Kelsey. Hi. Um, Why don't I believe you when you say that <laughs> <laughs> you hope my day is swell? <laughs> I don't, I've said fuck a couple times yeah. at this point. So I, I specifically, when putting this all on the internet, gave us explicit because I knew that at least one of us would swear at least once. Yeah, we're 45 seconds in and we've already dropped the F-bomb like four times. Carry on. I think Hi. we're 80s PG-13. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, my name is Kelsey. I play Peggy Scott. Um, and I'm drinking wine. I'm not drinking coffee. I'm sorry. Don't tell. I'm, I'm letting down um, the name of the podcast, but it's fine. Blasphemy. I know. <laughs> you know, that makes two of us, Kelsey. <laughs> because my name is Elise Work, and I'm also drinking wine. We're kicking it back to episode one, where we're the wine girlies again. <laughs> Uh, because I think there was some real special magic in the air that day. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I miss it. And, uh, I, I play Lucille Luce Elian, the expert. Hello there. My name is... <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. 
My name is Madison Hubler. I'm playing Alessandra Sparks, or Allie. And I'm also taking it back to episode one. I got a white wine over here. Ooh. Yes, yes, Woo-hoo. yes. So, Parker and I are the only purists this episode. Maybe we should just change the name of the podcast. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we're... Um, Beverages of assorted variety. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Badasses and beverages. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's the new rebranding. Um, we're going to have to re-record episodes one through three. <laughs> we're all beverage girlies. Um, beverage babes. <laughs> beverage bards. <laughs> and, ooh, bards, maybe? No. Because we're telling stories? I want Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Fair enough. Moving, moving right on forward. So, uh, you guys just heard a beautiful recap at the top of this episode. Players, uh, a body has gotten up off of the table and walked away, for all you know. Was there anything else that you did that night after going back, or were you all just like, well, that's that? Like, <laughs> I probably cried a little bit. Sure. Um, I can't imagine we would just let that slide, <laughs> I, personally. You witnessed I don't think I don't think I would just leave. I would think I would like to investigate a mystery. Why don't you? Actually, can I like support a role in this game? Well, go ahead and. I feel like there was like a health. I feel like there is like a health friend. Let me see if this is. If this is look, if this is bad situation or if this is mystery. I guess you're not in danger. It is a mystery. So let's do that. The body is gone. I would consider that a mystery. Yeah. That's not, yeah. Now there's a zombie running around, everybody. Okay, so let's let's uh, roll 2d6 and add sharp. Add sharp. Bud. Yeah, help out. Use to help another hunter do something. If you succeed, you give them a bonus on their task. Aha. Uh-huh. Ten. Nice. Oh. Do I just roll? Is that with everything all included? Yeah. Ten plus? Okay. If you both want to investigate, you certainly could, but oh, yeah. she's already got hold too. I will also make an attempt. All right. My shark is... So, you, you hold two. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was going? Was it? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Can I? Can Lucille throw up her hands and go? Where did it go? <laughs> yeah, you can. And she's gonna look at all of her cupboards. Can any of them fit a body? Like, is there are bloody footprints heading out the back door. Oh, well, that would do it. I was not speaking facetiously when I said that it got up off the table and walked away. <laughs> well, Lucille's gonna walk out the back door then. Yeah, they do eventually kind of... It opens up into the alley, and it just kind of... They get See? lost in the muck. <clears throat> okay, all right, let me look at the rest of those questions. Lucille is standing in the alleyway now, guys. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is a real shady kind of bar, so there's lots of alley foot traffic so it would be tough it would be real tough for you to find out like they the footprints do kind of just go away yeah i rolled an eight which i believe means mixed success you get to hold one i got a six yeah well that's uh (laughs) you actually reveal some information to the people around you (laughs) (laughs) they investigate your (laughs) mystery so yeah 
At least you gain experience. Oh, you do. Oh, I do. Let's talk about this real quick. Because uh, we haven't talked. It's episode four, you guys. I'm so sorry. So anytime a player fails a roll, they get to mark experience. When they mark five experience, they get to level up. And when they level up, they get to add cool stuff to their character sheets, which is great. Also, also, if you fail something real, real bad and you really don't want to have failed it real, real bad, you can spend a luck point and you can have a complete success. But the bad thing is you only have so many lucks and when you run out, bad things can happen to you. So you got to use them wisely because you also can't get them back once you spend them. You failed. Mark your experience. Got it. Because Siri played Karma by Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Karma is my boy. <laughs> okay, you've got one more hold, and you had a mixed success, so you get yeah. one. Uh, what do I want you to reveal about yourself, little miss thing? Oh no. The keeper might ask you some questions, which you have to answer. Um, how close are you to a full blown panic attack right now? Very. Okay. On the verge. I think, uh, as a consequence, yeah, Peggy starts straight up hyperventilating. And, like, you, I think you kind of almost drop to your knees, like, it's like real, real bad. Hey, hey, call her sister. Oh no! Right now, no. I was not expecting Loose. that. Loose, loose, some really bad. We got Clement is missing. Yeah, and I'll keep looking for her, but you call her sister because we got a case on our hands. All right. I know that I don't. All right, all right, all right. I don't like right. it when they cry. It's past nine though. This is not really normal calling hour for oh, us. Oh, is that? Is that? Are you? That's is that too scary <laughs> for you? Yeah, you don't usually call past nine, do you? Slut collar. You know, I don't appreciate you taking this time with me, but I don't have time to take this up with you right now. Wow. And I'm going to go to the phone. <laughs> Great. Do you want to spend your hold before you go, or are you going to spend it when you get back? I'll spend it when I get back. Okay, so you go to the phone. Uh, what's your other hold that you want to spend? What, what other um, things do you look at? Luce is going to ask the question, and... Almost to Peggy, like hypothetically, while she's hyperventilating, it's gonna be like, if I was a bloody dead Clemens, where, what was I going to do? What would I be doing? Uh, uh, yeah, what would I be doing? And the question is, what was it going to do? I right. Guess, is the, what I'm trying to ask. But you can sit, phrase it however you yeah. want as a character that makes more sense. And she, she's like, if I was a dead bloody Clemens, where would I be walking to? I don't know. Peggy <laughs> just fully starts sobbing. Full tears. Yeah, full tears. Yeah, full stop. This is an, hey, you like, you like, uh, a f- I think it dawns on you that maybe you didn't know Clements as well as you thought you did. Yeah. And yeah. so making a character analysis about what she might be going to do is going to be a bit of a shot in the dark. What I will give you, because it was a complete success, um, is generally speaking, this is now someone who you can pretty much confirm has faked their death twice. They've got something to hide they're trying to probably put as much distance between you and themselves as possible to go and make whatever plans it is that they want to make. But, okay. Coming in here, making it this public, making a statement as, like, vague but also terrifying as there's something you need to know before, like, staging their demise. But is it... Either she's undead, like, she's a zombie, and she's walking around... Or this is a person who's faked their death twice, and is she just like trying to create bad PR for monsters? 
Like. I don't know. I. You're on the phone. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, um, Peggy, uh, you like um, you like. Do you like the the news? No. You like? Do you? Uh, mm, do you? You said you like being in movies, right? I'm in them. But you want to be? I, I, I mean, I, I'm there. I'm, I'm around them. Okay, so maybe we should do like an acting exercise. That'll calm you down, right? And I've got to think about what's going on here. Okay. So you're gonna try to role play to figure out. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you guys settle down to do that, <laughs> um, and I'm gonna give you a second to collect yourself and figure out how it's gonna proceed. Uh, do you call Angel? Yeah. No. <laughs> not, to be honest. You're alone. You don't have to. Yeah. Uh, I think that in in actuality, Marlo's very concerned about. Angie finding out about any of this. Uh, sure. And is going to instead remember that uh, one time he heard about, for one of his brothers who had a lot of panic attacks, said if you put a little salt in some water and gurgle around your mouth, it'll help sometimes. So he does that. And then is going to re-enter and say, so I talked with Angie on the phone, and she said that this, is, this could help. And that's his attempt. Alright, so you're gonna take this and what you're gonna do. So you guys are what are you doing in your acting exercise? Because I want this moment to be really beautiful of you walking in and what are you holding hands? Are there candles lit? Like what? So it's two years ago. So you walk into what looks like a seance. And is she still hyperventilating? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and Lucille, stop! <laughs> Alright, take a look at me. Look at me and you should look me in the eye. Alright, now close Which your one? eyes. Close your eyes. There's so many eyes. Wait, do you want me to look you in the eye or close them? I'm confused. Look me in the eye. I think we've lost control and now we breathe. of the situation. It's somehow working. Five That's seconds right. in. Keep it together, Peggy. Five seconds out. Just follow his lead. What this is going to do. It's unnerving, but it does work. It's going to help settle. Your heart rate and sync it up with your breath, okay? It's so weird that you can trust in the weird. And now, I want you to take this shot glass filled with salt and water. I, it's and you're gonna, just salt and water? Yes. Okay. And what you're going to do is just drink it. Don't drink salt water. <laughs> As the keeper, I think I'll tell you that Peggy knows drinking salt water will probably cause you to hallucinate at best. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I actually don't think that's necessary. I think it's entirely I think, necessary. I think that I'll drink the salt water. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. I'm just going to take it. Yeah, we'll go back to our breathing. Over her shoulder. <laughs> Do you feel any better, Peggy? No. Uh, Lucille okay. dumps out the shot next to her while yeah. they're breathing. Great. There's nothing to be scared of. I was trying to explain to her before you so rudely interrupted us the political climate surrounding the last two years. I don't know if that's going to help a panic attack. <laughs> you dump the salt water out uh, into the blood and it kind of like fizzles. Oh. Well, is it now? Oh. Lucille's going to jump up. She's an alchemist. Yeah. 
So remember how I told you monsters are real? That means that it's monster blood. It means it's not human blood. And I could have thought that Clemens was a human, but that is not what human blood does. Are you a and human? Lucille is kind of like talking okay, to herself. And gets so you know, yeah, there's two options here. Either it's monster blood or something has been cast on it to mm. give it some kind of magical-esque properties. Yeah. Lucille, I can assure you that when I knew Clements, she was a human. You can you can assure me? <clears throat> With some level of reasonable confidence, yes. Um, are you both humans? I am. Wouldn't you like to know, sweetie? <laughs> he is. No, he deals with a lot of non-humans. Look at me. He does deal with a lot of non-humans. Look at my eyes. Aren't they weird? No. He's, he's just so awful. I think, he got, I think he got him tattooed like that, if I'm being honest. I don't. I didn't tattoo my iris. What do you think that is? Uh, yeah, iris. Wait, so you were born with that one? No, he, no. Um, he's taught. What's the iris again? The color part. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, person who doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> because Marlowe's heterochromia, heterochromia <laughs> which I think oh, we discussed. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this wasn't mentioned. I thought that it was. Sorry, I wasn't sure if Elise was confused or if Lucille was confused. Please carry on. And, and then everyone dies and we start over from day one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, and note for the audience. Note for the audience, Marlo also has heterochromia. Yeah. What are the two colors? Uh, one is green and one is hazel. They're very gotcha. They're very close. <laughs> so it's like subtle heterochromia. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Subtle at best. There's <laughs> some. There's it's, some war there. It's not. It's, it's not can, like the cat from Animal Crossing. It's It's more canon now subtle. that Lucy is a little bit colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't believe you. Lucille, how did you not realize that my eyes are two different colors? Like it's not. This one clearly has flecks of brown. Those are the same colors. You are unbearable. <laughs> anyway. But tell me those aren't both green. They're not. They're... No, that one's green. What's the uh, green? The other one's green. Are you a human? You guys are spending way too much time on the eyeballs. <laughs> anyway, we have a little bit more that we need to get into. Lucille. So, uh, we have a couple things that we didn't really get to talk about because of the circumstance of this missing body. One of those things being that, that our friend outside is uh, not likely a werewolf unless werewolves suddenly learn how to disappear into thin air. Right, that was weird, and I didn't like how he did that. Yeah, so that blood just disappears, and then there's a little bit of a weird aura and energy around that. So I, w- I would like to use my hold keeper and see yeah. if I can do the, if I can detect anything strange going. On. You asking what sort of creature is it? Uh, yes. Uh, a clarifying question, really quick: the blood that is there is not from the mystery maybe werewolf maybe monster it was clemens blood blood. it's clemens blood okay i just wanted to clarify yeah uh it's clemens blood for sure okay uh you're asking what sort of creature is it yeah uh you there's a couple puzzle pieces that you could put together here Mm -hmm. um it'll take you a minute you open up, I think, your notebook, and you kind of go through and try to think back on everything that you know about this creature. If it has organic claws, they're not 
normal in the way that a werewolf's are. You know that it has some kind of transport ability because there's nothing else really that could justify the way that that disappearance looked. You you know it's not a werewolf. Um, I think it's going to be tough for the foreseeable to put an exact label on it just yet. Okay. Um, You're going to just need to be able to collect more evidence. You haven't spent that much time around it, and the crime scene was mostly... uh, effed up because of Clements and everything. You could try to figure out what Clements is, but even then, it's like you've only just kind of come around to the idea that they might not be mortal. It's overall, I would say, you just don't have enough information to fully put the pieces together here. And that make well, part of me wonders what we're gonna learn at the house either. Which I never gave you the address to. <laughs> We'll just say they, that you, they figure it out. We'll tip in the yellow pages. Sure. It's the 40s. People find those yeah. things. What did my sister say? She said hi. That tracks. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> uh, sorry. For what? Nothing. Uh, she said it very friendly, if that helps. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, a reasonable level of friendly. Huh. Best judgment. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> you guys, we, you walk her home or call her a cab. I'll walk her home. Okay. And I'm going to... Check on Angel. Bar, 9.30, outside of the kitchen. We'll walk over to Weird Old Lady's house together. Bring whatever you need to be prepared. Great. Whatever that means for you. Uh, I'll bring a snack? Yeah. That would be works. Okay. Awesome. Bring some to share. Uh, Peggy, you have a driver. You could give him a call. Yeah. Uh, so I, you don't have to unless you want to walk her home. But no, she's got a driver. You got a ride. You got a ride. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't anticipate that you want to run into her and her sister at the same time. No, definitely not. So it probably is best to send her home. In fact, don't even mention to her that you met me. <laughs> Wait. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> You definitely did, and we're moving on. Okay, <laughs> so you you get you jump in the car, and I think um, the driver he uh, I know that I gave him a name somewhere in here, but why don't you give him a name? Um, oh man, that's a good driver name. I don't know. Reggie. Greg. That's a, I will take it. Reggie. Reggie's fantastic. We love that. You guys have had a, a couple of pretty in-depth emotional conversations before because you don't have a lot of friends and you guys spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Um, and I think he sees in the rearview mirror as you climb into this kind of short limo um, that you look in a state. Uh, what time is it at this point also? It's, let's say it's it's late. What do we say? 9.30 before or something? Like we said it had gotten to be late. 9 o'clock before? It's 9.45. 9.45-ish. Um, 
And I think he knows that you will bring something up when you are ready to talk about it. And he's not really one to press your press you for information. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask him a question. Um, Reggie, do you spend a lot of time in this part of town? Um, we don't do a lot of business in this area. But uh, if... If the occasion calls for it, I, I, I go where I'm told. Uh, to answer your question, short, not really. But uh, occasion just hasn't called for it. But you've spent a lot of time in this, in this city, in L.A. Sure, uh, driving peep you and your sister around different locations, picking up stuff for your dad, that kind of thing. Something, did something happen here? Do we need to call somebody? I know less about the world than I thought I did. (laughs) I think that's something a woman, most women your age, become aware of after a, a time. You're young. You've got lots to figure out about the world. Somebody hurt you? Are you okay? I'm not hurt. But someone did get hurt, and I'm scared that more people will. People... People get hurt every day. You gotta look out for number one. Nobody else will. Except me, but, you know, I'm a special case scenario. Thank you. Yeah. Any flips on the little car radio? Which, for the 40s, pretty fucking expensive. Um, (laughs) And you pull off. Uh, How the heck do you get home? Actually, (laughs) before he leaves, Lucille's... Like, kind of like, shepherds them out, and then as Peggy gets into her car and drives off, she's going to be like, now, now you can tell me. Yeah. So, um, as we talked about with the fire, with everything that went down, uh, Clements wanted to know who might have perpetrated such a, uh, you know, such an event. And although I didn't know this person personally and still don't really know them. Uh, I did hear about a name that I picked up. That name being Abel. I don't know if that name means anything to you. Abel. Abel. A-B-E-L. Yeah, to the best of my knowledge. Um, I've only ever heard it said. I've never seen it written. So. Like that guy in the Bible? I don't know. I'm not Christian. What, you surely you've read the Bible. Yes, I've read the Bible. You've done a lot of religious study. Yeah, I, I, I know who Abel. Yeah, they, I know they were like Abel the first, the, yeah, they, first murderer. First murder, yeah, that guy, Abel. And Abel is who set the fight. Um, that's what I heard. And I had a little bit of information about a location. Which was? Out towards Marina Del Rey. Towards Marina? What are they doing all the way out there? I don't know. 
connected to the fire at City Hall. At City Hall. But I mean, it makes sense. Somewhere far away to shore up. Yeah. But um, I had heard tell about this entity um, because as people were talking about what they were going to do with um, kind of normalizing what was going on under the ground a little bit, as you could probably talk to your father about a little bit, um, a lot of people weren't too happy with that, including Abel. As best I heard, he was someone who wanted things to be very separate um, because from his perspective, things were going well for the monsters, um, which I never really was able to figure out. Personally, I always seem like they are having a hard time, but you know, that's my perspective. You, and, uh, you said this entity, able, you meant able? Mm-hmm. So they've got power? Yes. I've heard stories about people showing up places they shouldn't be before, people disappearing, deaths. And you sent Clements out to, to the Marina Dome. All right, look, she had me at the end of my rope, and I didn't know what to do. No, that's... She's obviously... And I thought she could take care of herself. I don't know what to think about her anymore. I don't think that I knew her as well as I thought I did. Well, me neither. And I trusted her. To an extent. I kind of did, too. Um, but I don't know. This, and she points down at, like, where the blood was fizzing earlier. This has something weird in it. And it seems like somebody might be trying to... I don't know, the best of my knowledge, maybe someone's trying to frame the werewolves? But yeah, that bad seems... PR. But, because here's my other thought. The thing was teleporting. It disappeared, came in, came out. Why wasn't it doing that while it was chasing her? Mm. To show. To show. But for who? For us? I, for the people at the kitchen. I mean, the kitchen, if you're going to do it Seven anyway. people on a Tuesday afternoon? <laughs> yeah. I guess, but if it only matters if, you know, maybe that even makes it more scarier because if the less people there are to pass it on, the scarier the tall tale gets. Hmm. Regardless. I don't know. I'm speculating. I'm tired. Me too. Call it a night? Yeah. Have a good night. See you in the morning. Tell Angel good night too, yeah? I'll check it out. Okay. Uh, how do you go home? Marlo walks. Cool. Where do you, where, what part of town do you live in? Marlowe is pretty close by. Um, we're in Hollywood, right? Is where mm-hmm. the kitsch is? Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Hollywood Boulevard, damn. Yeah, Marlowe is like underground though. Okay, literally? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't build basements in LA. What do you think? I'm sure for four years. Place. Yeah, I would know that at least. <laughs> okay. You're weird enough that it was a valid question. Yeah. Um, no, um, he lives above a clockworking shop. But. S- but he doesn't work the shop, but he knows the guy sure. and gets a lot of usage out of it. Well, who, what's the name of the guy who owns this place? I was going to say very back to the future. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll combine the two and have a Hugo Brown. <laughs> Sorry, for real? Yeah. Okay. I haven't told the name, so. Yeah, no, great. Marlo used to work in a clock shop. He knows how to do lock picking and things like that for that very reason. That's why we keep him around. Yeah. And that is the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> this world just gets more colorful every minute. Okay, uh, any kind of special nighttime routine or anything? You just go up there and pass out? Um, no, Marlo has trouble sleeping, definitely. 
Uh, you know, too much, too many things that he's seen in his lifetime. <laughs> he's tortured. <laughs> so, no, he's um, you know, he's he's a very he's a very sweet boy at his mm-hmm. heart, and um, he's gonna write in his little diary <laughs> and talk about how he met Peggy <laughs> and how he doesn't know what he's gonna tell Angie about it because it's making him nervous. Dear Diary, it's me, Marlo. My love life is so crazy right now. <laughs> also, this bitch is dead. <laughs> but then she didn't die. It was crazy. And he's also going to go back and look through his old notes on Clemens from when they sure. had met and things like that. Okay. To see if there's anything to glean from that. Great. Uh, Good word. Clean. <laughs> Lucille, you come home. Uh, um, Angel is sitting uh, next to the radio listening, or not the radio, t- next to like a record situation. Uh, what do you imagine she likes listening to? Honestly, I think she likes listening to the news and Lucy is like, turn it, turn it, turn it off. Like, yeah, it, there's only ever bad things on there, stop it. Okay, I love that. So it is a radio, the news is on. And it's like, it's a big nothing burger. Like, there's nothing going on. It's almost 10 at this point by the time you get home. Uh, And she's like, you can tell, like, when she started on this Sunday that it was much bigger. Um, And she's tried to eat as much of it as she could before you got back so you couldn't take it away from her. Um, And she's had so many desserts before you got back. Uh, You come in and she says, oh, um, Sammy left uh, about... 10 minutes ago, she said she had something to do, but uh, she knew you'd be back, so I'm fine, though. I told her I'd be fine. She got me this ice cream. It's really good. Yeah, you look real fine with it. Yeah. You you look really good. I really, really am. Up past past your bedtime and everything, huh? Well, I mean, I'm 12 years old. I can stay up past 10 if I want. You can if you want to have a miserable time and... In whatever class you're in tomorrow, what do they have you in now? Um, I don't see, know. you don't even remember. Geometry or something, maybe. <laughs> it's all right. It's a bad day. Yeah, a little bit. You wanna finish that with me? I mean, if you wanna have like a spoonful or something, you can have some. I get, I can have one spoonful. Yeah, well, you can have all the cherries because you know I don't like cherries. Okay. Take all the cherries. And, like, Lucille's gonna, like, roll up her sleeves and sit down and, like, on the bar stool next to her and just, like, not quite. I don't think Lucille ever lets all the tension out of her body, but, like, sets a little bit of it down to, like, yeah. grab a spoon and sneak. Noticeable tension release. Yeah, a sneaky spoonfuls of ice cream from Angel. Cool. Um, and that's the evening. Do you talk to your angel when you get home? Not one bit. Didn't think so. Okay, so the next morning, um, y'all do whatever it is that you do. I assume Marlo never eats breakfast. Um, (laughs) It's an assumption. One black coffee is breakfast kind of a vibe. Actually, he takes a black coffee with a scoop of peanut butter. Oh. Protein. 
<laughs> See, at first I thought you meant like the scoop of peanut butter in the coffee. Yeah, yeah, that, oh. no, that's exactly. Oh, that's what it is. It okay, gotcha. So eventually, <laughs> when when we release our line of coffees, um, light roast, light low rolls releases it. Then we'll call that one the Marlowe. The Marlowe. <laughs> Excellent. Amazing. Um, I'm gonna say unless there's anything crazy you guys want to do before you meet back up at the bar, it's 9:30. Um, and uh, you guys meet back up outside the kitch. Uh, I assume you get your driver to take you there. Uh, Marlo, you walk. And yes. um, provided that nothing crazy happens in the uh, Ellian home that morning, I assume you're used to not really seeing Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. You're he's, basically running the household. He sleeps late. Yeah. Um, if he comes home at all. Yeah. Uh, cool. So you guys are all back outside the kitch. Uh, anything you guys want to do before you get to Ali's? You guys do both make it on time? Yes. No. <laughs> uh, really? waiting for you? I, I think I'm probably like a, a couple minutes late. I think I'm just sitting in the car and I don't want to get out. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie's like, I could, we could do a couple laps if you want to. Like, yeah, I don't mind. No, it's okay. I, um, I, I just don't really know what I'm getting, getting myself, myself into, into today. Yeah, who are these people? I, I don't really know. Um, well, I know one of them, but it's it's a long story. Do you want us to send one of the security guys in with you? I mean, I don't know that your dad would approve it, but... I, I think I can handle it. Okay. Well, whenever you're ready. And I take, like, 30 more seconds, and then I get out of the car. Yeah. A couple deep breaths, and you go. Yeah. Cool. So she steps out of this smallish limo, but for you guys, it's... It's pretty impressive. Luce is tapping her large. And I'm definitely um, in, like, I'm definitely in, like, heels and a dress. Like, I'm not dressed for the occasion. Like, even when you're wearing, like, a suit, it's not a pants suit. There's still, like, a skirt and, like, a very tight blazer and, like, everything is quite put together. I do realize that we're going to be walking. Okay. Okay. I... You also realize you're two minutes and 57 seconds behind schedule? Oh my god. I realize that now. Everybody isn't going to push us along any further. Let's get walking. Let's get walking. Okay? Okay. 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 They start walking. Uh, you guys start walking and the, the like limo kind of coasts next to you and then the window like rolls down. <laughs> uh, do you guys want like a ride or... I'm a... I'm Reggie. I drive, I drive Peggy places. Do you need a ride? Absolutely. Hi, Reggie. The name's Lucille Elian. Yeah. Uh, he puts his hand out the car window. Lucille <laughs> shakes it through the car window. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bro. I, I just extended my hand at Maddie over the microphone <laughs> on our audio only. I would podcast. also like to note that when. When Brooke mentioned rolling down the window, it was the full like rotating motion yeah, of like the rolling roll. down the window. Windows don't exist yet. The <laughs> end of this world is 1948. She did. She did her research. Thanks. Oh yeah. Okay, everyone, climb into the hearse. Let's go. Marlo kind of like pokes the tire with his cane, like he doesn't trust it, <laughs> <laughs> and then begrudgingly gets in. Excellent. Uh, okay, where to? Uh, I hand him the address we found in the Yellow Pages. Great. You wrote it right out of the book? Yep. Great. Um, and from there, we're going to take a quick break. So uh, we'll see you guys in just a couple minutes.
what a predicament that hunter has gotten themselves into. I sure hope they are able to figure it out this time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around through the ad roll for this episode. If you enjoy what we're doing here, the best way to let us know is to download this episode on ACAST so the people over there can see how great we are. And when you're done with that, head over to Spotify or Apple Music and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. We'd also love to hear from you on social media. Tweet us your favorite quote, share your fan art with us on Instagram, or tag us the next time you drink an especially exciting brew. If you want to join us on our quest to find the very best coffee and tea out there, or if you think you're the one making it, reach out to us at littlerenegadeproductions at gmail.com. We'd love to feature you on our next episode. And I'll see you guys in a couple seconds. Hey, y'all. Thanks for coming back. And I uh, hope that break was just as fun as it was the first three times that you listened to it. And uh, let's pick back up where we left off. Uh, where where are we at, folks? Oh, let's say we pull up outside Allie's house. Um, you guys have spent like 45 minutes without Allie at this point. This whole episode, you must be so deprived. Allie, what have you done so far this morning? Allie has awoken. Mm-hmm. And... She always has makeup on, so she awakes looking perfect. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, she can change up the colors a little bit, but she always has a full face of makeup on. She's a beauty girl. And so all she does is just brush her hair real quick, and it goes back to almost the same exact way it was the day before. And she opens her closet, and she looks through, and she woke up without her husband, so she's just all alone in the house today. And she pulls out a light purple lilac dress that has kind of like a plaid print on it, but it's just white, thin stripes. So she chose kind of like a fun color for today, and she wraps an apron around her waist, and she doesn't clean anything today, which is unlike her, because she wants everything to be exactly the way it was. So she just stands in the corner and waits. Do you repair the door? No. No. Evidence. It's an evidence. Yeah, crime scene. Great. Um, okay, so do you, are you doing... What are you doing when they get here? I'm swatting bugs that have flown in from the night before. So I have a fly swatter, if that was invented at the time. Sure. Or she's just using her hands and, like, ninja... Your shot... <laughs> your, your shotgun arm is, like, taking them out one by one. Yeah, she's killing mosquitoes and flies and anything that's flown into her house. Okay, cool. Um, let's... Let's do this. Uh, you guys see, like, a couple of, like, red flashes of light outside through the, like, windows and the kind of cracked open door that's off its hinges and just, like, leaning into the frame. Um, and then, uh, I guess one of you just kind of timidly walks up and, like, knocks on the door. Cool. Uh, Reggie, uh, Reggie, as, uh, as he, as you guys get up and when he, uh, when he pulls up to the door is like, uh, just let me know when, uh. Get, uh, should I just do a couple laps? How long do you think you'll be here? Um, I mean, how long do Why you Why don't you go wait around the corner, Reggie? I don't take orders from you. I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> um, I'll call you. I'm sure there's a phone here. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a vehicle, though, so, you know, car oh. phones aren't really, it's not the 80s. Oh, no, I meant you can go home and rest. It'll be okay. Are you sure? I don't know if it'll take that long. I mean, I guess this is... He kind of looks around. It's a nice neighborhood, so... I mean, I guess I've never done anything like this, so I don't know how to gauge. Uh, I listen. We're going to go in. We're going to look around. I'll just do a couple blocks. Yeah, sure. 
I'll give us 15. Sure. And he pulls away. Uh, okay, you go up and you knock on the door with your cane. Yes. Uh, which I totally forgot you had. <laughs> uh, cause you're like in your 20s, why do you need a cane? Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's literally just for style. Yeah, you're like perfectly able-bodied, you're fine. You oh, just think it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Great, okay. Does uh, it have like a cool like top to it? Yes, it, it has a slug on the top. A what? A slug. Like the little, like the little bugs? Yeah. Okay. I like so, like Allie, you're uh, zoning in on a fly on one of your walls, and then you hear, like, a clangy kind of knock on your door. So she turns to the door with a very serious and stern look on her face, and then, is it not open? There's a clock on your wall, you know it's 10 o'clock, and you can kind of, it is leaned into the door frame, so there's cracks around the side of it because it is off of its hinges, but the door is okay. where it should be. So yeah, she just turns with a concentrated look, and then when she realizes her face morphs into something more soothing and welcoming, and she approaches the door and opens it for them and says, Hello, guests. Come in, please. Why, thank you so much. How does she open the door? Does she just, like, move it? She picks it up with the full strength of her two arms and moves it over to the side <laughs> and leans it up against the wall next There's to There's also a plate of cupcakes on the table. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I can promise you if this lady's human or not. I just smile and blink. Marlo's not shocked by the fact that she just lifted the door, but is suspicious of the cupcakes. And doesn't <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. You're my favorite. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, it's it's never changing. It's it ebbs and flows, guys. Don't worry about it. I don't actually have real favorites. It varies from moment to moment. Um, okay, so when did you make cupcakes? <laughs> I forgot to mention that I also sure. made cupcakes this year. <laughs> it's fine. Before I flew, started killing flies in my house. It's cool, man. Um, okay. I have to have something for my guests, okay? So I, I'll give you guys for free. No one has to roll for this. D did You didn't clean up anything. There's still like blood and like that kind of stuff. I mean, I probably would have cleaned up a little bit the night that it happened. Sure. So yes, but since... When I realized there was going to be an investigation, I haven't touched anything. Okay. So the blood is kind of cleaned up across the floor, and yeah, oh, the bookshelf we ran into, yeah, is all tidied up again. Okay, so it's tidied up in here, but there are the three claws marks. There's like some. It's like uh, uh, there's like some. There's like a claw mark down some of the wallpaper on one side of the door, um, frame. And uh, the door is obviously still off its hinges. Uh, the rest of the room has been tidied up for the most part, but um, the smell of like ammonia and like bleach still kind of hangs in the air. Like it smells, you know, you. So there's absolutely no blood left? No, I don't think. Yeah, we had a scene of her cleaning up. I know. And we, she didn't know that you guys were going to come. We're not here. strangers to blood, so I would not... Also, like, there's no DNA testing. It doesn't matter. No, but we could have seen if it was magic You could have tried to do a magic, but it's too late. But it, was, <laughs> it was probably magic blood. That's why I was saying I don't but know. But what if it wasn't? How else does a thing disappear? Um, it's fine. <laughs> Welcome, guests. How are you all feeling this morning? A little bit confused. A little bit tired. How about you? She's just glitching. <laughs> <laughs> the morning is pleasant. And then she just returns to normal. Lovely as ever to see you, Alessandra. Peggy takes like one step slightly behind Lucille. 
I do think Kristen came by this morning to check on you and make sure that you're okay. Okay, then she totally brought the cupcakes and I did not cook them for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think after like almost dying yesterday and like running out of the house screaming, she felt bad that she left you alone. Well, you were with Hank, but like she felt bad. So I do think she came by this morning to check in and make sure that, you know, you're not dead and everything's okay and you've recovered. So the cupcakes, one one or two of them, one of them's half eaten and one of them is gone. Great. (laughs) But Um, um, carry on. I just wanted to throw that in there. Nothing of note happened since I've been gone? No, the body's gone. The body's gone? Yeah, I got up and walked out of my back door and out into the alley. We lost it. The dead body got up and walked away? Yes. So the conclusion is that she was faking it. It's also not the first time. So she does have a precedent. Yeah. Yeah. So Clemens, the woman who was dead and then alive, and then dead again, is now alive again. Yes. Maybe. You did a medicine check on her, or like something of the kind, like you tried to check on her. You failed the role, I'm pretty sure, but but still, even with a failure, like the baseline of knowing whether or not someone's dead is that there isn't a pulse, and there was no pulse. She was dead. Are you sure? I checked her pulse before, and she was certified dead. Maybe somebody's animating her body. Can I scan my knowledge of monsters to see if I have heard anything about this? Can I make it some sort of check? Uh, investigate a mystery for me. Okay. What do I add to that? Uh, sharp. Okay. Well, this isn't good, guys. <laughs> That's eight. Uh, total? Yes. Okay. Actually, seven. Still, you get to hold one. Okay. <laughs> uh, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What's it going to do? What is being concealed here? What about what is being concealed here? So a body that is dead, but then alive again. Right. Um, You weren't there, so uh, you can't draw an exact conclusion. Um, But based on your experience, if something goes pulseless and then suddenly is alive enough to get up and walk away, either it's been animated by some other exterior force... Or it is dead, but uh, it's it's like it's undead. Like a vampire doesn't have a pulse. A zombie doesn't have a pulse. Interesting. So it's it's like it's potentially an undead situation. Okay, so my eyes just start back and forth, and then I say, "Interesting." Well, allow me to replay what happened here, and then I start taking them through what happened. So I say. She ran through this door, I allowed her into my house, and I immediately brought her upstairs. So then I start taking everybody upstairs and leading them. Lucy will follow. Yeah. So you walk them through everything, you show them all of the crime scenes. Anyone who wants to roll investigate a mystery. It's pretty much just like... I would like to roll investigate a mystery. So as we go upstairs, before I open the door to the nursery, I kind of take a second. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a private room. Yes. And before I open it, I say, it's sharp. do not touch anything. Kind of very sternly. And then I open the door, and I allow them into the nursery. And I just... Lucy's going to look at Marla and say, hands in your pockets. This is where I brought her for sanctuary. She was here for a couple of minutes alone while I fought off the beast downstairs, which we can come back to after you search this place 
until you seem satisfied. Will you walk around with me and we can... I, I want to see if anything's misplaced, but you would know better mm-hmm. than I would. Okay. I'll give it to you for free. Uh, because this is a place that you've never let anyone else into before and you know it like the back of your hand. Mm-hmm. Nothing seems amiss. Well, if nothing... If... if so... Whatever she was doing, her goal wasn't to be in here. She didn't have any business in this room, I guess. I just kept her in here for protection, and there was a minute when I was fighting the... Are there any other rooms on this floor? Yes, our bedroom. Let's go look in there. All right. I take them out, and then I open the door in the bedroom. Great. Uh, You rolled an 11. You get to hold two. I rolled an 8. You rolled an eight, you get to hold one. So the way the bedroom is, there is a king-size bed in the middle. There is two desks on either side. One of them that has a picture of us together and a lamp. And the other one is empty with two drawers. And then there is a strange metal pad in the corner. Not in the corner. And uh, next to one of the walls. And then there's also a bathroom that is just very plain. Toilet, bathtub, sink. Yeah, it's all in the same space. Great. Um, A closet that has both of our clothes in it. Lucille, you get to hold two. Peggy, you get to hold one. Uh, Marlo, you get to hold two. Uh, If you would like to roll, Allie, you can also (coughs) potentially get some hold. Um, I would advise that you don't all spend all your hold in the same (coughs) room. I get to roll again? Uh, yeah, because this is a new thing. Seven. You get to hold one. This is my house. <laughs> and I live here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're, you're guiding. I'm going to, because this is what we were kind of playing out. This is my bed. Okay. This is the charger, bathroom, closet. You've asked about this other room, so do you want to spend your hold here? The door. Uh, yeah, Luce is gonna... Luce is gonna take in this charger. And she's gonna look at Allie. And look back at the charger. And look back at Allie. She just stares blankly at her. Mm-hmm. Kind of giving her... A... Is anything in here out of the ordinary? She turns her head side to side, scans the room. Nope. Well, your interior design is lovely. Much appreciated. I did it myself. Do you have any sort of safe in here? Any sort of documents that might be missing? I head towards the closet, and I open up the closet, and there is a little part... There are a couple shelves, and on the floor, kind of tucked away behind some of my dresses, is a little safe. Is anything missing from it? Have you checked? I do not have access to the safe. It is not mine, it is my husband's. And you don't know the code? I do not know the code. You got a sticky note with it anywhere? Lucy's is going to there. Is there, you said there's a desk? Either one of you could certainly try to pick the lock. I most certainly would be willing to give it a shot. 
I wouldn't do that if I were you. Oh. Why not? Why not? Hank does not like his things to be messed with. Okay, but well, it's... Well, I have a very light touch. It better be light and quick. All right. Do it. Roll act under pressure. Which is plus cool. I believe so, yes. All right. Come on, Marlo. Don't, oh, don't fail me now. Oh, great. I want a flat surface. Be, sh- be sure to return the things as they were inside the safe. If something is even off by an inch, he will know. What if they're already missing? Eight. Uh, make success. Keeper's going to give you worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. You're going to have a price to pay, which is that he will... Uh, the lock is damaged enough that when you close it again, it's not going to be able to lock. So he will know. Is that his price to pay or my price to pay? That's the real question. <laughs> I guess it's both. a price. Thanks a lot. Dang. Can I try and repair it? It would be another roll. Can I tell that the lock is broken? Yes. Okay, well then I do have a reaction whenever you're finished. Okay, Marlo is down on his knees, takes out his little pouch, and is like, oh, I haven't really seen one of these before. He's gonna like tap okay. his face a little bit and be like, yeah, but I'll give him my best. Rolls up his sleeves, takes his jacket off, puts his hat on the ground, just sharpens up his spectacles, puts his little little lock picking tools in there. Yeah, this is really advanced, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, first four tumblers click easy, and he thinks that's it, but there's actually another two. And when he goes for the fifth one, he slips and trips the sixth and breaks the fifth in the process. So it opens, but the whole thing will have to be reassembled. Mm-hmm in order for it to be repaired. Do you say that? Uh, I'll say also you trigger a trap. So even if you fix it, there's a little red light that's beeping. And so uh, there's probably been some kind of signal sent to the owner of this place or something that they wouldn't know. It's been opened without the trap being disarmed. Well, Alessandra, dear. I go. <laughs> the safe is empty. I go. To, wait, were you saying something? Yeah, I was gonna say. I apologize um, because, firstly, I think I broke the safe, and Her secondly, secondly, whatever your husband was hiding in here is not in here. I go and to. It's not my fault. <laughs> I go to him and I grab your shirt and I lift you up off the floor and look you dead in the eyes and say, what did you do? Okay, look, it's a very complex situation. I want you to roll act under pressure to try to contain your rage. Okay. And I got a straight double six. Nice. Okay, so you're barely, like, your sparks fly out from your neck, but you manage to just press it back down and contain yourself. What did you do? Drop him. Drop him. Drop him. It's empty. You've done a good thing for Hank. Drop him. She's not your master. You don't have to do anything. I don't take orders from you. Let me go, miss. Look, if if you can't guarantee his safety, then we're done. We walk and you're on your own. If Hank finds out about this. Look, greasy lowlife. If I have to pay the price for this, just know I'm coming after you. And then I drop him. And then I return to my calm state. 
I say, let's continue. And I turn around and I leave the closet. And then before I leave the room, I say, and I want you guys out of my room. And I head towards the downstairs area. So who <laughs> spent their hold to find out? So that was your, and you were helping uh, Lucille with her hold. Is that what that was? Um, I didn't really, I just asked if we had, um, I asked if anything was amiss. So I guess I'll, I spent one of my hold to ask what is being concealed here to mm-hmm. find the safe. Right. Okay. And then I rolled after You the found the safe and you rolled to open it. Yeah. Okay, so that's I fine. You've got a hold and uh, you have two and you it's still have one. May I use mine now that I now that we know that the safe is empty? May I use what happened here? Yes. Um, either Hank has emptied out the safe for some reason, or someone burglarized this and was better at Marlowe, better than Marlowe, at getting this thing open without getting caught. Or they had a key. Did we ever get any intel from Allie of what was in it or no? You assume... You don't know. You didn't know either. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. This way. They call from the hallway. Mm -hmm. What exactly does your husband do? I'm done asking her questions. I just want to talk to him. I like the way you think, Lish. So you are done in my home then? No more to check? Are you okay? I am now, but perhaps not later. And then I look at Marlo. So then we'll stay. It. Wait, so. You think he's gonna be upset with you even though we found out that he was already robbed? How do you know he was robbed and didn't just take the contents? <laughs> well, then I'll explain to him what happened here. Would you like me to strip? No. no. So you guys are standing in the living room, and I believe that the TV has been on this whole time. It was kind of in the background while you were preparing to have these people over, um, Allie. And uh, now you guys can hear the voice of a news reporter who is familiar to you, uh, Angel. <laughs> Peggy. See, I bet your dad does that a lot too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, she, so this voice is familiar to you, Peggy. Um, this is the voice of Carmen Bardot, local newscaster. And she says, Good morning, California. This is Carmen Bardot reporting live from my very own Hollywood newsroom where I am sorry to report that it appears a murder has occurred. A warning to our audience... The following footage will be graphic and may be hard to watch. For those of you just joining us now, I am bringing you live to the scene of the crime where one of the Hollywood newsroom's very own has been brutally murdered in what appears to be a vicious vampire gang attack. In the last days, witnesses have also reported sightings of the late Clements Moore, a renowned monster activist seemingly back from the dead. It has been four months since one of these monster incidents has occurred, and the whole community is holding their breath in the hope that any further attacks can be prevented by local law enforcement. And that is where I'm going to end episode four. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we super hope that you'll come in for our next episode. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>